crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the Recapic Podcast. It's going to be a lot of marketing. Heavy on the marketing. Yeah. Light on the sales today. I like it. We are like it. We are dealing with upper level marketing talent today. Like a criminal mastermind? Right. Only on the good right. side. Like the... Uh, like the Ted Bundy of marketing. Wow, that's went dark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that. I don't know if that I would say good. that. I was oh. trying to think of like a really How about Elon, smart. The Elon Musk of marketing. You're not yeah. an Elon fan? No, I am. I love his internet. It got me internet. It is good. I'm really good. With you see, that, Jeff Bezos flew his penis to. Uh, I saw that. In the space. I saw that. Amazing. I didn't really. We think, could do a whole episode. I didn't really think that it, that, that is, but. rocket was shaped like a penis until I saw a picture of it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Have you seen a penis? That is unapologetic. Mine's not that color. Oh, that's that makes sense. Yeah, so I get through. So, sorry. We, hey, so welcome, hey, back welcome to, this. to the Wreak Havoc podcast. I'm uh, Jody. Trevor. I'm is, Trevor. I'm yeah. Trevor. Uh, yeah. We've got the the boss lady with us. We got the girl boss. I girl boss. Hello. Heather. Hello. And Hello. We are going to do something new tonight. We're going to actually allow our guest to give uh, her own intro because she has such a good intro. I don't here, know if so. it's allowing as much as just getting out of the way because she is right, a right, rock star. Right. We're going to turn it over and go. Hi, Chief Executive Client Experience Director, Marketing of Sales Global. I'm Carrie Anderson. Applause, please. I'm left. Um, this is. I have the wrong one. Hold on. Okay. Right, ready. After applause. Hey, there we, there we go. I have this lined up on the wrong side. Yeah, it's really. I'm not left-handed. Yeah. We moved. Yeah, we, we yeah, moved the off. studio around. It's kind of off. It's a little bit. off. It's kind of hard to get to. It's a weird now. angle. I don't know. Carrie, right. thank, Carrie thank you hey, for giving your own intro. Uh, a lot of people don't even know they know you, but they know you because they know your work. If you go back to our episode where we had. Uh, when we had uh, John on, yeah, how long ago was and that? Tyler from Mountainland Design? That's been like over like, a year ago. Yeah, it was like season two something. What are we on now? Season three point five. Okay, nice. So this was like season yeah. two kind of stuff. Good job. Lean forward a little bit. I mean, hold on. Come here. That's yeah, on your back. On the back. Congratulations oh, wow. to 3.5. I can't reach you. That's You're way too far. My arms aren't that long. So, <laughs> yeah, bet your own back. I love it. We, we, we discussed on that episode, basically, the. so I kind of feel like like John and Tyler got to kind of ride your back a little bit. You kind of rode the coattails because we really just talked a lot about how cool Mountainland Designs parties are and how good mm-hmm. they do their marketing and their customer service, blah, blah, all this stuff. And you're the actual motor and brain behind all of that. Thus, the huge coffee mug with all the titles on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I was on it that time. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. We're, we'll, we'll definitely go there. So I think it's fun because if anyone remembers that episode and talking about it, we basically just bragged on you the whole time. And, and if not, even, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Because it's worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll look it up while you're talking. I'll see what episode it is. But. Right. Do this for us. Take us back, and we always make everyone kind of go back to the beginning, post-womb, but like <laughs> kind of where you come from, how you grew up, and... What like, makes you you? Yeah. yeah. Well, tell so us a little about, about you, little Carrie. Well, little Carrie, 
when my dad died, actually in 2019, we were going through his house, and I guess I've always been an event planner. That was kind of awesome to find out. He had saved everything from his Mason days, and I was a Joby, and it gave you points for volunteering and doing things, and there was a one. It was organized pizza party, Carrie. Organized sleepover, Carrie. <laughs> like, everything, you know, was on there, and it was all parties, and I guess I had never known back even then that I, this is really what I love doing. I love bringing people together, and then I went to school, and... That was a whole nother crazy experience in my life. But even during then, I was like chapter president of events, planning the parties. And my friends have always said, you need to stop being a frat girl. (laughs) 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 You need to be mom. No, you don't. (laughs) No. I just really believe that everybody should always, it's an experience no matter where you're at. Just be in the moment. Be, let it happen. Whether it's a shitty experience where tears are crying Maybe there's some whiskey involved, or you're happy and there's some whiskey involved. But uh, <laughs> like, I see a Jeez. pattern. Yeah, yeah. That's why her parts are so good. <laughs> it makes it all makes sense. Uh, have you been to Mountainland? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one of the last parties we were at was like a whiskey. It was the um, yeah, that was brass and bourbon. Brass and bourbon, brass yeah. And bourbon, which was kind of funny. So, um, Janair, if anyone knows about Janair, it is a U.S. made. Like, they pride themselves on being U.S. made. Like, that that's their, like, this is what it is. So she sent me the ingredients, and she wanted me to buy this drink. And I was like, mm, i got some issues with this. And she's like, why? What's wrong with it? And I'm like, that's not made in America. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a whiskey drinker. It's kind of your brand. Just FYI. Maybe you so, should go with something that's made in America. Right. So that was kind of funny. So that was one of my first experiences where someone kind of just like let me do my thing. And she's very much a, and you met her. Uh She's super sweet, but she likes to have her, she likes to be in control. She likes to be in charge. And I love her for it. She's great. But she had never experienced Mountainland or my flair. She had never experienced Carrie. (laughs) Yeah. The Carrie effect. So I went up to her and uh, did a little smoke drink instead of just Mm. a regular drink because that's my whole thing. It's the experience. And what do whiskey drinkers, it's all about the experience with the whiskey. The detail. Like, I mean, we talked about attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, this is on our bingo card. Attention to detail. That's what makes people different, whether you're salesperson, marketing, whatever it is. Your attention to detail. How many people would have caught that one of the ingredients was not made in America, and this is an American-made company, and that Brad, that's part of about, right? their like, brand, right? Like, like there's being true to the brand, correct? Yeah, correct. And it's like literally that's that's the detail that most people don't have. That's the carry effect. That's what makes this a little bit better. The little smoked whiskey thing instead of just normal. That's what makes mm-hmm. it better, right? Like, I mean, these are the. It's you know. the ice cubes that she was carrying around in, you, in her yeah. hand, and like, do you want an ice cube here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the LG fridge is by far, so it'll make three or six. Um, mm-hmm. But to get clear ice, you have to have it on three because six produces them too fast, and they don't. They're not. They are slow melt. That's like she the, knows clear I, ice. I, I, clear I, ice. I have to be honest. I've never thought about the clarity of an ice cube and how fast it freezes, but that makes yeah. okay. So I'm a neat drinker. I I really feel like there's a time and a place to water down something, and whiskey's not one of them. Mm. I mean, I'm a neat drinker too. Preach. Like I, I think when I drink, I'm neat. <laughs> I like, and I get neater uh, the more I drink. Just right. ask me. 
So. But I like the hug. So mm. um, mountain land, really the culture. So let's go back. You had asked me about like where I came from and my background. So all through growing up, life was a party. I had a crazy spastic mom. She's, I mean, she's in kind of a Leo ruin, but we always had Christmas in July. Mm. And it was always a party. Like people brought presents kind of party. <laughs> um, Easter baskets, sometimes, I mean, when you have a very eccentric parent, you get like a laundry basket full of brand new clothes, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was always an experience. Like that's one of the things I do um, say about my birth mom. You know, she's awesome and she's great in that way where she always did make people feel like it was an experience. Hmm. Um, so I think I kind of brought that on. I don't know. A little nature a, and little nurture there. You saw, you probably yeah. had a little inside that way from the mom and then also got to watch her, how she did it and learned it from her a little bit. She was all over the place. So I think I took over. So let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest, <laughs> kind of took over those um, events, but family events were always just so big. I've come, she has like 16 siblings total, I think. So like eight wow. from, it's, it's a crazy family. So like I have cousins I've never even met and it's just, it's wild. But whenever we did have family reunions, there was like, everybody and then my cousins here like one is married to a um, filipino and one is married to was married to a hispanic family so food and chaos is real in my life mm -hmm. very loud very nope. like it's like who can talk over each other the most that's who gets the attention yeah you're gonna get lost if you're quiet <laughs> <laughs> you do not exist you don't you don't when you're from like a really big if family you don't like talk that. are you really there no, no. you're not there's a <laughs> Tree it's falls tree, in the tree forest. in the woods. It's a tree in the woods. Seal. <laughs> Were you really at that party? No. No. no <laughs> so was that local here? Or was that? I'm from California. I know everybody hates that to hear that. Uh, um, I don't. Hear? I'm. I'm on the. I don't know if you guys know. I'm pro growth, positive growth mm -hmm. campaign. Okay. Yeah. Get him. Get him on the pond. Fresh yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fresh water. Fresh water. Yep. No. I love you guys coming here. Yeah. You and your people. My people. people. So I. Uh, Moved here when I was 11, went to Pierce Park, and then went to Taft. And What part of California? Um, San Diego area, Escondido. Oh, nice, yeah. So southern. I went and to Taft. You did? I did. You guys, oh. What? <laughs> I loved it. What are they, like the Taft Tigers or something? They were. Are yeah. they? Yeah. Is there no longer a Taft? I just made that up. There is no. a Taft. It's still oh. there. It's still there. I live yeah. right by there. Where did you go to elementary school? Uh, McKinley? Uh, Hillcrest. Oh, Hillcrest. Hillcrest Tigers. Yeah. Oh. To both of you, I was we're a, all three tigers. Oh, I was a fighting McKinley groundhog. Viking. Oh, no, you were a, yeah, yeah you were an amateur groundhog. Yeah, fighting groundhog. Rabbit groundhog. Yeah, rabbit fighting, dangerous, very oh. dangerous. Amity groundhog. Well, see, that was like out of town. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was out yeah. in the, back the then. north end. That was yeah. out of town. Yeah, that's <laughs> was that way, I remember when we played basketball, we had to drive to some of those places over in the east side of town. I'm like, this is like so far away. Where are we? We'd load up in, in the Utah? wooden paneled station wagon and. My mom, but we'd have like 45 kids in the station wagon. It was great. Yeah, no seatbelts. <laughs> Good times. So how did yeah. you get, to what brought you to Idaho? My parents got divorced. My dad stayed in California, and my mom moved here with my my aunt. And like when they say cousins are your first best friends, they do not lie. Those yeah. memes are so true. Yeah. Like I, I don't even know. I have an only child. The poor girl doesn't know what it's like to have like big family. Yeah. Like everybody's up in your business. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. Buck no, stopped here. Agreed. <laughs> so you get here. Did you? Uh, so you went to school here locally. Did you mm -hmm. go to college? 
I did. I went to Boise State. Yeah. <laughs> Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Um, went to Boise State. Went to school to be an art educator. What? Um, I did. No way. Yeah. So that's L- why I was asking you. Like, yeah. LA. I, over here, Boise State. LA. I, nice. I uh, also did art education at Boise State. Oh. Hanlon. Should have her. Hanlon? Yeah, Heather Hanlon. I did. Yep. So she was the NA, what was it, the National Art Educator mm-hmm. Association. Yep. So I was the president of that for a little oh while. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, I wonder if we ran across each other. Oh, no. Crazy. <laughs> we are the same, right? Kinder it's true. Carrots. Yeah. Kinder. Yep. Bull chasing the same carrot. Of, yeah. A lot of ways. Uh, <laughs> I G-rated that one, though. No, that was <laughs> well done. That was <laughs> super awesome. I'm very impressed with that. I am. Um, So then I had to make a choice. My daughter was getting ready to have some big experiences in her life. And when you are student teaching, they make you have to have a choice. You either can work or you can go to school and be for free for free. You go work for free or you can go to work for money or they can kick you out. I mean, there was that. So I decided to go to nail school while the year before and I went and got my um, nail license and I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I, being a single mom, I can't, I have to make some money. So I quit school my senior year. Oh. And then luckily I had already had a job in the Boise school district being a substitute. Mm. And so I did that for seven years and mm. I loved it. And then I helped um, organize and start the art mom program. Um, and the Boise school district work a lot with a lot of great, great, really strong women to get a program started and, um, we did like an art, art auction and it was just awesome to get involved at that community level. I have some great friendships that I've still really have hung on to. And that made, I think, such a difference in my life. And I'm very grateful for those experiences, like writing people. And I was also, my daughter's a chess player. You know, some parents are like, I, my kid's going to get a scholarship playing football and soccer. I'm like, yeah, well, my kid's second, like she's ranked second in the state for nationally chess player wow (laughs) my daughter is like super uber smart you know i really think that's because i made her go to pre-k i'm really a big big supporter of education education all the way so she went to montessori um Mm -hmm. again they're letting people think on their own letting people dive into their creativity Mm -hmm. and you know i just that was always very strong in in me Mm -hmm. so yeah stopped going to school and got a job and it's been awesome ever since you know she's in her senior year we are starting this fall our senior year and she will be a so she's same age gap yeah well no she's 25 oh senior senior college college. yeah (laughs) i I was about to say wait a minute (laughs) no she's 25 senior year in college um, she went through, but wait, you're only like 29. I love you. You know yeah. what? I feel really blessed that um, people say that they are like, you're almost, no, you're not almost 15. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's because I lead a pretty easygoing lifestyle. I live in a bubble. I don't watch TV very often. When I do, it's just rom-coms and mm-hmm. silly stuff that doesn't have to like get in your brain. I don't want to have to think of any negative thoughts. I really, News stresses me out. We talked about that mm-hmm. with Heather, and I, I do. I live in a bubble. People make fun of it, and I'm like, "Don't burst my bubble. Don't come in." Um, we are huge supporters of that here. I don't think there's really Dis- anything disconnect good that comes of it. Is not we talk, a bad thing. we talk about it all the time. I mean, because it's, it's you know, I'll briefly step onto my box and then get back off because we were <laughs> going down a good path there. But like, the, but to your point, nothing happens 
on the news that changes your day. Amen. Nothing. nothing. Like nothing. And, and everyone goes, how do you not know about the 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 hearing that they're having? And I go, it's because this. Let me just ask you this. If what you heard this morning, you get up this morning, you listen to shitty shitty shit on the news did you stop and go well not going to work today well can't do my job well not feeding the kids today wait is that an option i'm not gonna mow my lawn no you don't do you nothing you watch on the news changes your day other than the fucking weather that may tell you to put a sweatshirt on right that's it right i only watch that which news. my fucking smart watch will tell me that it'll say hey dumbass there's rain today okay I better grab a jacket that's all i need to know but but i think that's what like you take that I mean, because your job now, you you create fun. Right. So go back to my childhood. We always went to Disneyland. Like Disneyland really is my happy place on the <laughs> earth. And anyone that knows me will tell you, like Patricia um, Walker at the BCA. Yeah. She gives me so much Mickey Mouse stuff. I love it. Like she, <laughs> she's like, she just love her. But here's the thing. When everyone else was worried about pandemic, the week that Disneyland closed, I was there. I yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I come back. These lines are awesome. Like, yeah, the lines They're are so awesome. Short. Right, my friend. And I, everyone's like, "Aren't you scared?" I'm like, "Scared of what?" I'm like, "So she had hydrogen peroxide. We'd spray our hands. We'd go to the bathroom after the ride. We'd wash our hands." I am like a like a crazy person at Disneyland. I've got everything on my phone. I can tell you how what ride we're gonna ride at what time. I got a schedule. Fast pass. Fast pass, but oh, yeah. it's called a max pass, and you Did get they it on your phone. It? No, it's you this is the it. elite level. Yeah. $10 more. I didn't know this. Yeah, so you get to like go through all the lines and you just pick what time. So I'm like, okay, what? well, we have 10 minutes before we have to be here. So let's go eat a corn dog right here and get closer to the ride. And then we can jump on this ride, get another pass. You do that one on your phone. And I've got the whole thing mapped out. I love it. That's I'm going with you. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah, I think we got a tour guide. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I get lots of compliments on my Disney skills when people go with me, but they're like, oh my God. But you know what, though? I mean, you kind of said that lightly. That is a skill. Thanks. I mean, that's part of what your wiring is, is it's part of that planning. Yeah. There are people that are just gifted in that's the way their brain works. I mean, that's part of how you do. That's part of your brand. Thank You're you. a planner. I am a Whether planner. Whether it's Disneyland or an experience that people are like, that was the most incredible party I've ever been to. So I got told the other day, I don't know if you all know Tara from Olive and Vine. We work really well yeah. with them and yeah. they we did a pairing the other day with them. And... Uh, so we're talking to the someone new in the in our showroom, and I'm like, okay, so you've worked with me. Please give honest feedback to this person because you know this is a potential someone that's going to work with us now. She goes, the only thing I can say is scheduling. She makes you stay on schedule, <laughs> and I'm like, so is that good or bad? And she goes, well, things aren't really late. I'm like, no, because my time is just as valuable as those people's time, and they're choosing to come here. Mm -hmm. So time, I am a very like, I don't have a comprehension of time. I know my job description says I need to be there at nine-ish, I think. That's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. But I also stay until seven o'clock at night. Right. You know, I don't. Or you're at the grocery store getting stuff at 5.45 in the morning so yes. that you can get on the road <laughs> to, go, to go to an event today. To go to an event yeah. today. Say like, literally this she's, morning. She's getting everything she needs so that she could drive two and a half hours to put on an event and be ready to go. But yeah. that's big picture, right? It is. It isn't about punching a clock. It's about creating an experience. Right. And if so, you're counting hours, you're missing the point. Exactly. I cannot see the forest. Get these trees out of the way. Exactly. You said it. It's it's a production. Watching watching you, and I think that's one of the, the coolest things, is um, we hosted that dinner for the Gold Key event for state, uh, state board meetings. Three times now. 
Yeah, well, but we hosted it at our cabin. <laughs> oh, yeah, your cabin, yeah. And you guys came in and just took over. And by you. you guys, I mean you. My team. Your team showed up, took over. Like, literally, it was like, get out of the way. Yeah. That That is really what they said. Here, help us unload and then get out of the way. So I believe I had an event that morning somewhere else that I couldn't be there. to, But I had my team ready for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was insane to have them come in and, like, they brought all the food. They cooked all the food for like 60 people at the house, mm-hmm. including, I think there was 50 guests and then, and then 10 staff members that were there yep. and, and they brought the decorations and the flowers and the, I mean, everything down to the gold. It was a gold, it's called the gold key for, for the pack. Uh, and there was gold chairs yep. and the, the party favors were gold key, uh, bottle openers. Silverware was gold. And silverware was gold. Like, so many details. The, yeah, the a lot of gold. detail in that. So where does that where does that come from? I mean, is that a learned thing? Is that a something you've always been good at? A combination? I want to say it's a combination. I have a great team. I really do. I I I tell everybody like I couldn't do it without my team. Um, I come up with ideas. Poor Don Archer, his his poor wife actually. Um, it'll be like eleven thirty, and I'm like, I have a great idea, <laughs> and I just that's how him, ideas work. Yeah, and so I asked him today. I'm like, so is Clyde the Camel still out? And he's like, what? And I said, well, we're having a Western casino night. Do you think I could have a petting zoo? (laughs) (laughs) He'd like to think I'm joking, but no, I'm totally serious. But that's what happens. I think that I have these crazy ideas and I have a great team to help me execute them. But sometimes they have to reel me in. Like this next party that we're planning, I mean, it's it's off the chart. You know, I'm trying, this band is way expensive. Super excited. And, I'm just like, please, please let this happen. But it, they, it, it's years in the making, you know, to have these events because that's one thing about Mountainland is you have to not only pitch your ideas, but you have to come up with like vision boards and you have to come up with, mm. this is what I want. This is what I have. And then you have to have people vote on them. Your peers are voting on this. So I'm not going to lie. I kind of throw in a couple that I know are doozies of don't like the mm-hmm. one but you have to have like so many so people can vote and then they have to talk about it and it's like oh, please please you know but i think it's always in there i think that that is the creative part of me and i always say let someone's creative juices flow yep that's why i love their grade. don't pull on their the graders rings. are my favorite oh, they're the best they're the best because they're sponges they are sponges and if you treat someone like a sponge and let them become creative when i was teaching art i would always teach sports because um, the person I was dating at the time was a sportscaster on um, Channel 2, and it was awesome. But boys relate sports because they love it. But they don't realize that, let's pull out the color chart and look and see what goes with that. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. So I say Pittsburgh's <laughs> my favorite team because they use primaries, and then they use gold, and they use silver, and they use black, and they use white. And then you have like strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then they, you know, people relate to it. So if, as long as I come up with an idea that someone it's relatable to someone, they kind they kind of, they understand the vision. But I always say I'm like a hot mess express. Like I've got ideas. <laughs> like all have you ever life. had a big whiff? Have you ever had a fail? Um, well, I'm sure. Well, yeah, my daughter, we had to go to therapy, like couples therapy. And the therapist asked, you know, what could your mom done different? And she was like hugging. <laughs> she was like, she never gave me hugs. Seriously, that's all you got? I didn't do too bad. Good job, mom. 
I guess patting <laughs> someone on the knee saying make good choices during the day. It's, yeah. That's not a win. So it's <laughs> really funny. So yeah, hug, <laughs> hug more. But every party she's thrown's been bitching. Yeah, <laughs> and she hugs everybody now. I do. Yeah. So I did. I had over, to take yeah. over. I love hugging people. I do. I'm like I will make you socially awkward. I was actually at an event for the Southwest or no. What are Snake River Snake, BC, mm-hmm. BCA the other day? We're sitting in this meeting, and this guy, I don't know, I'm totally going off tangent. I'm really sorry, you guys, but it do. was left so turns. Is, yeah, funny. Left, a lot of left turns. So we're sitting there, and it's just Mercedes and a couple of us others, and we're planning out this event, and we're talking about handshakes and hugs and stuff. And he's like, Yeah, I'm not a hugger. And I'm like, Why do I want to buy anything from you? Mm-hmm. How do I trust you? And he's like, Oof. What? And I guess I had no idea who this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> he's like way up high in that company <laughs> and then they tell me they go you know we're at the event and they go you know what you kind of broke him down because yeah he was like i'm gonna make it a point to hug her today but i was like you know what it's that kind of i will make you feel socially yeah. awkward because that's what we need we need to the vulnerability and that's what i love about people and people that are vulnerable they're real to me like yeah, if you can show me who you really are your authentic self i am good but once i know something bugs you Oh, really? Hmm. Mm. Let's see. Put that in my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. You know what bugs me is cash. <laughs> <laughs> I hate cash. Johnny? No, I love Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Cash. <laughs> so so something- the one thing I don't think, like, just so we're backtracking just a bit here, oh, just oh, for, oh. for listeners that maybe did not listen to, by the way, I looked up, it was episode uh, 11, season two. Wow. Is Is... Uh, John and Tyler. So anyway, but so we explain a little bit. So let me backtrack a little bit. The company you work for, MLD Mountain Land Design, is a uh, a high end appliance uh, showroom that does hardware appliances. You know stuff plumbing. like that. Plumbing, plumbing now. Fixtures. Yeah, they got yeah. their plumbing department up here now. So plumbing fixtures, but but dealing with. You know, I, and you guys actually do go down quite a bit to median level, you know, stuff. But I you, say we have you're stuff known, for every budget. Mm-hmm. you do have stuff for every budget. But I would say the builders that you, you know, you guys go after and, the, and your brand. clientele is a luxury brand. So, um, you guys have been, in my mind, famous because I had a showroom in Boise that we started before you guys were here, and I patterned a lot of what I did after Mountainland in in you know Salt Lake City, which is where you guys were at, um, combined with chown hardware and a couple of places in portland and seattle and and some places but so just to give a little bit of backstory to why you're throwing these parties Mm -hmm. like you are and the reason we're at these parties is because we buy all of our appliances there and i think one of the big things is is that we continue to do business there because of the relationship and the hugging and (laughs) the type of friends we make with with the people i mean this you know we're hugging the people we buy our appliances from How many people do that, right? Like, I mean, do you have that kind of relationship? And I think what you do is you put everybody, including that awkward guy and us and everybody, in a situation where it just feels right to hug people. Like, you know, because of the party you create, right? Because of the, like, I mean, we're talking about you go there and there is, there's no detail left. I mean, it's like 
every drink, every all the food, the catering, all that stuff. So, so it's really crazy. Like you do this so well that like if you just heard probably the first half of this podcast, you're thinking, oh, she's a party planner. That's what she does for a living. (laughs) What's your mug saying? Do you have it? You saw (laughs) that. Technically, you work for an appliance sales company, which is kind of crazy to think about. It's amazing that you have that position. Like you would, which is so much foresight for them. Right there. Yeah. Did it. Goodness. So much foresight by Mountland Design and you know by Dan to like say <laughs> we need this right and I I give props to Gary Vaynerchuk all the time Gary V is one of my dudes I mean that guy's amazing and he has a chief heart officer oh. and and she her job like is that. to make sure that everybody the culture's good everyone's doing good everyone's healthy everybody's like hey are you okay or is everybody that's good? another one that needs to be on yours on your chief mug. heart chief heart, yeah. heart, chief yeah. heart and so the word that stands out so i'm gonna i'm gonna read the mug chief executive client experiences director of marketing and sales global global but the word that stands out i'm a word nerd yeah is experiences right so you've hit on a keyword a number of times so from a marketing standpoint so on my last set of business cards, so the whole reason why we have this big mug, um, my best friend the whole world, uh, her name is Just Jesse. She got me that, um, the whole experience. I'm all about experiences. So John Archer and I, we were we had to come to terms with what was my what was gonna, my title going to be. So for a while it was client experience director, because I am all about experiences. I have friends from elementary school. And I always tell people, if you're my friend now, you're <laughs> sorry, you sign you're up in. for this for life. I really am all about experiences and lifetime friendships and lifetime. And so I feel like I came to a company that understands my background and my culture and my it's your brand. It is my brand. I mean that, experiences. that is yeah, your brand. That's true. Mm-hmm. You could take you could take your brand to any company and make it work. Now the difference is not very many companies would accept your brand and be able to make it I work. I got fired one time. You know, it's kind of weird. I love when they start like yeah. this. But here's the thing. I got fired one time. However, I told her, you will never dull my spark. You will never steal my sparkle. Mm-hmm. Ever. I was so mad at her. <laughs> and if that's really the comeback you have when you get fired, I'm sorry. Call that a win. Um, <laughs> I, you fired. will never steal my sparkle. Right? Um, she actually works for a builder and um, they do uh, they, they don't buy from us crazy enough but they <laughs> they go to ferguson's and so <laughs> but ferguson's i learned a lot um i also did events for them um and i got asked on a couple different uh, um, occasions to come back and help them with a couple of their events because yeah they liked how i did their events because you create like it's like a disneyland event every single time that you do an event like you. no no detail goes like goes by. So at the event that you just were at, at the builder designer spa day, which uh, was amazing. Thank you. Um, that event probably is the most, you asked me about failing. Um, that's when you can't fail at, Mm -hmm. you cannot fail at an intimate when there's 10 people, you cannot fail at those events because if you fail, what are they going to say to Dan? What are they going to come back and say, I got the most kind, endearing thank you note. And I was floored that this lady took the time to write this really, like, it was like really 
awesome, heartfelt. But she was also the person that said when I went into the room to check on drinks and stuff, because that's what I do is I'm like, hey, what can I get you to drink? You know, anything to eat? Would you like anything else? Because I always make sure we have food and drinks at all these events. And she said, you know what, Carrie, you can do for me? And I was like, what? And she goes, sit down. She goes, you're always asking people, what can we do? What can you do for them? She's like, just hang out with us. Just chill. Just hang out. Let's get to like, let's chat. And I was like, oh, okay. Can I get a drink? Right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to it. But it just made me feel like, wow, thank you. Thank you for noticing. And I, I felt really bad because you, I am always on the go. I'm always trying to, you know, make sure that everyone else is taken care of. That I forget that they really don't know me. You said it earlier. You know, they really don't. They know what I do, but they don't know me. And so just taking that extra time. And we have some new um, folks come have just come mm-hmm. on. And this was there too. First of all, I was really embarrassed. I thought they were best. I thought they already knew each other. I thought they were kind of like you and Jen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had paired D and Kim, which are with Syringa, and then you and Jen, which are awesome friends. And then I had another sales associate, and he's like, yeah, I got these two. And I was like, awesome. So I put them together with you know, just so they have kind so of like we, the buddy system. We so we went in and um, well, in the couples massage room, friends, Fr- friends massage room. Okay, <laughs> uh, sorry. Jenny couples has massage. a couples massage story. <laughs> yeah, we have a story about that. But so Jen and I were laughing. We actually took a picture as yeah. you know we were getting ready to to get on our individual tables, and we're like, "Hey, we're having a couples massage. Sucks to be you, you know." Send it to me. <laughs> Send yeah. it to him. But so I'm getting a facial, and she's getting a massage, and we're laying there talking and just having a good time. And I think they thought we should be relaxing more. And we really were relaxing. Yeah, I got told that all you guys wanted to do was talk business the whole time you guys were here. And I go, that's what happens. That's that's relaxing for them. That's relaxing. Oddly, oddly I enough, like, that's I said, so relaxing. I was like, were yeah. their phones on? Yeah. <laughs> they said no. No, yeah. we didn't have our phones. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we, we were having a really good time. But we wish that, like, it would have been really cool for you to get in there with us. We okay. were, like, coming out and going, why are you not in a black robe? Why are you not with us? Because I was, I was you making were, sure that you guys were having you a were good time. You were taking care of take everyone. Everyone, yeah. Um, so that would be, that's like a fear of mine, honestly, is that, first of all, I've had other spa days. I, this is where I can't say it's a fail. However, I had a whole team cancel the day of. Ooh. If you know anything about the spas, you've got so many different faucets involved in this. Right. You have different technicians. You have different things scheduled at times. And I'm like, Okay, so I have backups, <laughs> you know, and then you start calling people and you're like, hey, I have this open spot, you know, and you play it off like it's so calm, cool, collective. And you're just like, well, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have to respect their time and something did happen. Life happens. I get it. Life happens. People cancel. I'm totally OK with that day of I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. Pivot. 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 Bingo card. <laughs> bingo card. Right. Check That's pivot right. on your bingo card. Mm-hmm. Right. So. That to me is that I don't call those fails though. Those are uncontrolled. Those are, that's like getting the news. It's like, it's something I can't control. It's already happened. Move on. Well, and you move forward. Yeah. What can I do? What are my options? Go, go, go. And and start checking, checking through your list of (laughs) my second, my third, my fourth. I had to call the caterer last time. I was like, hey, you know those boxes you're dropping off for me? Why don't you just go ahead and stay? She was real sad. It was Dana. Yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, yeah, that was a rough day. And I'm like, well, thank you. Because no matter what, we are paying for that already. Right. You know, it's, I don't think people understand that when you cancel at the spa, you don't get your money back. Like that's like, (laughs) 
that because that technician, you know, it's not their fault that they right. you canceled. So talk about fails. No, I don't think I failed, and I don't think my system fails. I think that sometimes life happens and you have to pivot. But even right. even how you respond to that also sends messages to the people around you, to your team, to the people above you, to the there's a ton of people watching to see how does she handle that kind of curveball. Mm-hmm. And you do it with dignity and you do it with grace and you do it with intentionality and you just figure it out and you go, Oh, look at all these lemons guys. So have some lemonade, try some. Right. And that's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, the other option is you start crying and drink a bottle of whiskey, but that doesn't get anything done. I usually actually don't drink at any of my events. If you've uh-huh. ever met me, she does. I don't drink at any of my events because one, I don't like to be out of my control, but I also have to make sure that everybody gets home safe. Right. From all of our events, one thing you'll find at like Mountainland, all of our events, when you walk in our door, what do we greet you with? Hey, how's it going? Can I get you something to drink while you're waiting for your um, sales associate to come down? And then they're like, oh, I don't know. I'll have water. Oh, you have a beer on tap? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Help yourself. I don't offer to make them that beer. I don't offer to get them. That. I'll show them how to use the wine machine. But when you make people feel at home, right. they're just comfortable. You know, and that's what the whole experience with Mountainland is. It's the comfortability. Again, it's the vulnerability that they are coming there to make. It's not like you're spending like $5 <laughs> at the TJ Maxx. <laughs> you know, it's not like that dress that you've wanted. Um, I think I had a job one time and she's like, if you have to ask the prices, you probably shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Nothing in our store has prices. <laughs> yeah. And people ask me like I should know. Well, do you know if you have this in stock? Do you know what day it is? No. <laughs> do you know what year it is right now do we have it in stock no, no. <laughs> sorry that word is not a valid word in stock no on today's world that should be you know how they always add words to the the dictionary every year mm-hmm. they need to take in stock out, out. of the dictionary right, right now back order yeah back order is the new one <laughs> it's, been just, it's been changed it's a little arrow <laughs> Refer to back order. Refer, yeah, refer to back order. Yeah. So you've said a you've said a word that I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight a number of times. Okay. Feel or feeling. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I have learned with within my career is that people will forget a lot of the things, a lot of the stuff, they the do. prices, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, they don't forget how they felt, how you make them feel. They may forget the words. They'll forget the taglines. They'll forget the brands on different things. On but how you make people feel for whatever reason within the, the, the just the stickiness of humanity mm-hmm. that matters so much. And you are you are so good about keying in on. I want to make people feel at home. I want to make make people feel like they can be vulnerable. Like they can be authentic. Mm-hmm. That. And, and talk about the importance of, I mean, at the end of it, that's kind of your mission, right? Yes. Talk about a little bit about that. Where does that come from? How do you, how do you articulate the value of that? I think you put the value on someone's feelings. Um, gosh, that's a really, it's a great question because I'm so, I don't know. I just want everyone to have a good experience. And again, that experience word comes in, but with those comes the feelings comes the, the anticipation, I guess, like when, you know, when you walk into Disneyland and you walk through that gate, it's like, you know, I I wish I had the Walt, the, you know, the saying, (laughs) you know, you're leaving today to go to tomorrow or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what's on there right now, but that's really what it is. 
when you walk into Mountainland, you're not walking into Lowe's. You're not walking into RC Willie. You're not just a number. Mm. You you become connected with this culture. Um, culture is everything to our company. The branding culture. Um, I had to have a meeting with our new two two new sales associates, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you the skinny. <laughs> everything you learned at RC Willie opposite <laughs> you know you're not just an order taker you're not just someone sitting there you are but you're not you have to you have to appeal to your customers but my job is to help you succeed and I tell that to every single one and we have eight now and so I've been there since the first there was Tyler Joe Joy and Carrie you know that was all upstairs now we have eight um so now I'm at the front desk which is a whole different thing but anyway you're right there in the middle of all of it. All of it. So yeah. I have eight people, eight different personalities who have eight different personalities who sell eight different to eight different personality types. Right. Um, that is a feeling when you can take your, when you have a sales associate back to the spa day that is brand new, trusting you with his two people that I clearly thought they were friends. They got really close really quick, but <laughs> here. jump in here. Yeah. Get but, naked. Right. That was, <laughs> I felt, I was like, Oh, you guys are friends, but <laughs> you are now, <laughs> you are now, but that was a feeling. It, it's a feeling that they felt connected, not only to the sales associate, but to trust a half a day. You're asking someone to give up a half a day. I don't know about you, but a half a day a when lot. you, that's a lot of time to spend with someone you don't even know. So do they, they have, I mean, they don't know what kind of situation they're walking into when they come to an right. event. And when they come to our bigger events, it's like, whoa. However, I had an event, soul crushing, soul crushing, like to the point where I don't usually cry at work. Well, I do sometimes, but like when I get really overwhelmed, like, ah! but, um, someone said something that I offended them and they brought, you know, cause I, I told John, I came back to work and I'm like, can I give you feedback on how I feel like this event went? And he's like, yeah, because I, I have some feedback for you too. And I just, I, I went down with my head very low and I cried a lot. I went home and I talked to my daughter about it. I talked to my like best friends and I'm like, how did I let this happen? I don't talk about my personal life at work. I don't talk about my personal life. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, from experience, mm -hmm. the idea of the person that you know was not the, uh, the, because I don't talk about it. I don't I don't think it's anyone else's business what you do at home. What you do at home is your right. your own time. But I feel like when you're at these events, you learn a lot. You learn a lot about people. You are spending one-on-one -on -one time. There was a lot of TMI that happened at the at the spa event and it's fun. It's great, but you have to be able to talk about some things with your girlfriend that you can't talk about with you. Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. Jody and I have already had some really awesome conversations and this is the first time I've ever met him. And I'm just like, I want to high five him. Like, yeah, we have this contest now. And dude, we're so there. At the same time, we bring that to someone else. And they're like, you two are so disgusting. I can't, I'm so offended. And it's like, yeah, probably not my circle. Mm. Another bingo word, circle. Circle. Mm -hmm. In your circle. Circle of friends. In circle of friends. Yep. Yeah. And that's what Mountainland does. Mountainland provides you with an opportunity to not only sell their product, but to have these circles. Mm -hmm. When Dan comes into town, I don't know about you, but when your boss or your, you know, the, um, there's all different names for, you know, the people yeah. that own your companies and stuff. And I don't get stressed out. I don't think of it as anything other than he's a 
he's an awesome guy. Dude, and he's fun. Right. With a capital fuh. I just got to spend a whole, you know, <laughs> I had a great idea last week. Let's build a, let's make a TikTok out of your Mini Cooper and have eight people shoved inside. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. It was funny. <laughs> I'm like, Carrie, stay off the tequila. <laughs> Dude, but Dan's like, but Dan, but again, this is why you guys, this is why you guys melt, you know, mesh together right. so well. You, this is it. Like, he is from the top up. He's promoting the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've hung out and partied with Dan and I've gone, I mean, just like, the first time you meet the guy, he starts figuring out if you're his people. And it's like, it's amazing to watch him. Cause I mean, we were in a big group of people. We went down to Denver to a football game, right? And we go down there and fly down. I mean, it's all over the top. It's, you know, plane tickets. And like, literally it was just a matter of like, (laughs) yeah, it was literally just a, all you gotta do is give us your driver's license and enjoy it. So it was funny because our, our Tyler, uh, our sales rep tells us, leave your wallets at home at like jokingly leave your wallets at home because you're not paying for anything and this customer comes to the airport without her wallet without any id tyler said leave my wallet at home okay can i just say that's tyler's customer hi tyler love you your circle remember we talked about funny thing was is that like we we go to this event and trevor and i are like we're amazed at yeah. all the things that we're doing we're going to a football game you guys in, and in arizona we no, went to denver. to the denver, denver okay. to the uh like a band we had yeah, like a private tailgate yep. with a band and then like i mean it was just everything top of the line it was I mean, amazing it was like, and we're talking about it you know as business owners we're like holy cow like this is insane like i've already bought all the appliances for this house and i've got these going and different stuff and we go to we go to the Roth showroom and we're sitting there and like we have all the appliances for for our home remodel. We don't need any more appliances. And then we walked out of there buying new appliances <laughs> and changing up the whole plan in our kitchen I was like, how like do a timeshare. Huh? And then all of a sudden I go, oh, that's how they <laughs> oh. afford it. Yeah, but like going, but even that, like I mean, my I I can still kind of remember the moment like meeting Dan. Mm-hmm. Like you know where I met mm-hmm. Dan at. At the back of a car. Tailgate. At the tailgate. Mm-hmm. At the back of a car. That's SUV. The back end was open. They had a bar set up in it. And I was just making everybody drinks. And I'm like, and Dan and Martina walk over. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, what do you guys want? And they're like, oh, well, we can grab. I'm like, what are you drinking? And they're like this. And I'm like, and they're like, we like you. You know? And, they're like, <laughs> and it was like and literally no a bonding really moment. I point. really didn't know that he was the owner, right? I knew like he worked for them, but I didn't know he was the owner. And like, and I know it was his wife. And anyways, we sit there at the back of this tailgate, you know, sitting here making drinks for people and laughing and talking. And he's just like, and we just hit it off. And then it was like the rest of the time we were just hanging out and you know now it's like oh dan's coming to town okay cool we're gonna go out and hang out with them now you know i mean go get a shave yeah we're Mm -hmm. gonna get a shave that's i mean that's that's how i found my barber who by the way has been on the podcast as well so uh you know barkley and hill we talk about on barkley i mean you guys have made so many cameos uh trevor um brown and i work together downtown at Trevor Hill. Trevor Hill. This is Trevor yeah. Brown. Sorry. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Hill. Mm-hmm. So we worked together at Carita way back. Really? We did. That's hilarious because, like, that's how I now I get my hair cut there. My son gets his hair cut there. And, 
and mm-hmm. there and there he's been on the podcast. And so like and when we talk about the podcast, we're like, oh yeah, this was brought by a mountain land design, which was an amazing fucking event. But that's the networking thing. Huge. That's but to your point, you don't burn bridges, you build them. Mm-hmm. And they are built to last. Thanks. And the value of that, it may not quote unquote truly show up for 20 years. But the beauty of it is it isn't about like I'm not worried about the return on the investment because I know it's it's good. It'll happen. But it's it's about building relationships. How many years between when you met Trevor Hill and now? How far long goes that? Oh my gosh. I want to say 2010, so 11 years. So 11 years ago you made a connection with somebody yep. that you then brought business back to right. Right. in in droves because your event like i know jason oates goes in there now like your you brother know, and then it, my um, brother goes there now like from sun valley who went on one of those and he still once a month he drives down just to go to the barber right so this guy you <laughs> you a, a relationship from 11 years ago you tied in an event that you do you tied it into him somebody else you knew and it's created this i personally know i've probably brought close to a dozen clients over there yeah. Buzz goes over there. I mean, like, I mean, I can name all these people that go there now. And I literally over and over again, because I went to the event that you put on with Trevor that you met 11 years ago. So like this, the, the key here is like I said, not burning the bridges, even though I've said well, and over and over, it is I a love marathon. to sometimes. It really, but, I mean, my, my boss talks about that all the time. I'm not interested in the sprint. I'm interested in the marathon. Yeah, long game. Man. We, we lose clients. We gain clients, but the, we're not going to freak out. We're not going to knee jerk on stuff when we lose stuff because it is about the, the long term. It is the marathon. Yep. We're going to do what's right. We're going to do what's true to our culture. We're going to be true to ourselves. We're going to find the right partners that resonate with exactly what you're talking about. We're finding those circles to make sure that we're doing the right things that are appreciated by the right people to get the best work for our clients. I, yeah, I always say I'm not for everybody. I'm not. Right, which which is part of the the deal. I have an over-the-top, very loud, very... I'm a lot. I didn't notice. I know, right? I actually got told the other day, I saw a friend, we had parted ways when I was in like my early 20s and we finally reconnected this just a couple of weeks ago and she, I was like, well, what happened? You know, why did, she goes, you were just a lot and I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call that a win. High five. And yep. you know what though? I've never have really changed. Um, Aaron Nolene, do you guys know him yet? The bartender, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Aaron, yeah, yeah. So Aaron and I went back to, we went to junior high, hillside together. And uh, you know how everyone has um, yearbooks? Mm-hmm. So we're at a party at his house. I don't know, it was like a while ago because we've been friends for so many years. And he bust out his freaking yearbook. Yeah. And yeah, guess who's per- picture circled? No mm-hmm. hearts and stuff? No, mm-hmm. she's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's nice. I'm like, really? That's all I got when she's nice? Yeah, but think of that, that. It's kind of funny, though. But that, now he works with us. That's mm-hmm. still a win. Yeah. I mean, again, think about look how that. she ties together relationships. Yeah. So Trevor's 11 years ago. You're talking about more than 11 years ago with him, yeah. with right. Aaron. And I I mean, we've used him. He was at our house. He's a bartender at our house. Oh, we've, we've, tried to, we've referred him out a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he got hold of Gav. I mean, he's even yep. done business with my son, with his haul-off company. So, like, I mean, like. Like literally, these are like we talk. I mean, these are the people we. You, hang know, the, out, you know the the word that I keep thinking of because I know you're such a wordsmith, Jody. But like 
everything I think of when, when you walk in now to Mountain Land Design and you are sitting there at the front, it, it, you're walking in and it's the heart of the business. Mm. I just think heart all the time because everything yeah. you do, you put your whole heart into it. You're, you're there a hundred percent. And it's just, it's so amazing all the time that that's, that's the culture. It comes back to the heart. Yeah. So John, we had some staffing issues and I know you said everything was available. So John didn't say any notes, but, um, so John and I had this thing and I was so mad. Like I, I, I quit. I was done. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and I gave him my notice and he said, you know what, just come back and let's talk and we'll regroup. And it was a sad moment for me. Really? It was, it was a really hard decision. And I was digging my heels and he said, you know what? Listen, he's like, I'll be with you hundred percent of the way. I'll sit with you because I did not want to sit in the front desk because we had already had so many different people come in and go out of that position. I'm like, I feel like if you're sitting up front, doomed, right? Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Where's the soundtrack yeah. on that one? Like, And then she went to the front desk. Exactly. It was like getting called to like the principal's office, like stick your nose. Yeah. So I have to say, John Archer has stuck to it a hundred percent. He is still sitting behind me. We have not, um, I feel I like, I want to like, I'm like sad, but happy about this, that he has done such a great job by sticking with me with this whole thing because he saw something that I was so against. And I think it's, you know, shout out to John, because I think that he's he's done a good job. I mean, because you look at, I mean, I don't know, I can't remember exactly how long he's been there, but, like, you look at John, like, he's he quickly figured August out. August of 2019. Yeah. He, he quickly, there you go. Okay. He quickly. That's pretty specific. Wow, okay, I guess, give or take. Uh, but, like, I mean, he's not a long-term, you know, I feel like John brings a lot to the table like he's been there a long time and mm-hmm. he's done a good job of adapting that. Obviously smart enough to figure out like, whoa, 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 hold on. We can't lose you. Like we can't, <laughs> you know, we can't do that. So like, I mean, shout out to John for seeing that. And and that's that's the best part about you building a brand, right? And when we talk about building a brand, we, you know, the, the term I hear a lot of people use now is entrepreneur instead of entrepreneur you mm-hmm. know where you're you're in a company but you're kind of running your own brand and you're you're taking pride in what you do within the company and that that's more important and i would agree a hundred percent like i mean we look at people um in any of our businesses it's like okay we want you to feel like this is part this is your company too like you're doing this and i think that's where you're an, you're an entrepreneur i mean you're you're building your brand within the company like said you know, Mountainland, be aware she can go somewhere else and take her brand. But there's also that pride in what you're doing for them. But you're in the time in the time frame you're still building that brand, and that's what a lot of people don't do. They think, oh, I just work here, so I just punch the clock eight to five. No, you're building a brand of what you did. And John was like, dude, we can't we can't lose you. Like, so on. just to give you some back history, and I don't know if you've ever in like done a podcast with Dan and how he started the company. He was actually a delivery, mm-hmm. him and his brothers, and they built this place. Mountain Land doesn't have a high turnover rate. Mm-mm. No one really quits. And if you quit, it's on your own terms. And um, it's kind of like you never want to see anyone fail. So, yes, of course, go out greener pastures, you know, kind of thing. And one of my favorite employees, she's out of our Salt Lake. Um, we got to hang out at Garth Brooks the other night. And she's been there 20 years. Well, you get a Rolex at 20. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm holding out. <laughs> <laughs> 16 to go. <laughs> 
That is optimism right there. Is your glass half full? Hell yeah, it is. Almost overflowing. Keen, same way with Keen. So yeah. I dealt, I dealt with Keen when I mean that was he was my guy down there. Like, and it's funny because we hadn't seen each other in twenty years or whatever. I mean, Keen's been there. He's got Rolex. I think he's has to. He has it's to. Like it's like twenty plus. But uh, we were we're sitting in my cabin, in I'm on my on my couch, and someone says something. Blah blah blah. Trevor, and he's sitting there. We hadn't even talked. I haven't seen him in 20 years. I mean, and I'm are obviously... Are at, at the Gold Key Dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we literally are sitting there, and all of a sudden he looks over and goes, holy shit, you're Trevor Brown. And I'm like, yep. And he goes, I'm Keen. And I'm like, motherfucker, I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> I had, I'd seen him like twice in my career, and it was 20 years ago, because we went down there and met with them, right. went to a couple events down there that they did to try to learn how to do events up here. And... um and it was just amazing, like to to talk to him, like about. I'm like, man, you're still there, and he's like, fucking great, I love this place. Like, why would I leave? You know, and I think that's that culture that mm-hmm. they create with everybody. They give everyone value, and that's what he said. I feel valuable here. Why would I leave? Right. I've been offered because he knows his shit, and he's like, but yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So no, I think it's that's exactly what. You know, we go back to Dan and coming up from the bottom up, you know, him and his brother delivery drivers and doing shit like but I th- I think such that's a great story. The journey, that journey, you look at it differently when you've oh, worked yeah. your ass off from the bottom all the way up. You approach things in a different way. You, you appreciate can teach that, too. We had a life experience today to the right people. You can my teach son, it. not to everybody, because my son got to work with another owner's son. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was the opposite. It was, you know, pull up to the job site, park your truck halfway in the road, <laughs> not really do any work, you know. And here's my son sitting there, like, um, what are you doing? Can you move your truck? Like, he's like, no, it's good, it's right there, you know. And it's like, okay, well, can you? And they're similar in age, a little older, but like, and and everyone's like thinking that my son's just one of the workers, you know. And they're like, no, like you're here you're here working for your dad's company that's actually working for my parents company yeah you know, was, like uh, and he's out there outworking him and like dad this kid was not i'm like yeah but his dad's the owner i mean i know his dad i've known this kid since he was young and it's like he's like he doesn't have to right that's that mentality that difference right. and they feel like and that's the difference between somebody that works from the ground up or somebody that just shows up at their dad's company or at their dad's job site and and Gavin, to his credit, that's a multiple times this on this particular job they were training different people, and they're like, "So how long you worked here?" He's like, "Oh well, my dad's been doing this for since before I was born." Who's your, oh oh is your dad? yeah Heather's my mom you know this is my dad you know my stepmom and my dad and they're like oh shit okay I thought you were just some kid Oops. working here like yeah like they didn't know you know they're trying to get trained and it's like no no I. Yeah, my dad's been, you know, taught me this since I was a kid. And, but they, you work like that, right? And that's the difference of having that, you know, some people do, some people don't. But it's like Dan and his brother, they've got it. Like they've, they've, and they take that ownership of it. And that's why I think he's able to cut loose a little bit now. It's like, well, dude, I've worked that, my way up. They work every day. Yeah. I mean, every day. Yeah. I, and we go, we, we exchange employees. I, you got King comes here for events. You know, we all kind of travel and, that's a big part of it. It's like everyone works. You work hard, yeah. play hard. You mm-hmm. work hard, play hard. But that, I mean, that that's it's that's good hiring too. You got to know 
what that culture is in order to fill the right seats on the bus. Yeah, they're pretty good at figuring out who fits and who doesn't, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Which, that credit, I mean, <laughs> that's a big deal. Because when you, when you hire the wrong person, man, that's some cancer. You don't want that. Well, they just don't get it. Yeah. They just think that we're crazy. Well, you are, but in a good way. <laughs> but they also don't understand that you don't just clock in and clock out. Like, there's more to it. There's events that are not during it's a very not what do you call that non-conventional job yeah sure it's a very non-conventional job i don't i can't remember any time i've actually worked 40 hours in a week we had someone yeah it's it's a term that i use (laughs) with being self-employed is you have restricted autonomy you have autonomy to do things what you want but you're kind of restricted because sometimes you have to like oh it must be nice you're the boss i'm like yeah if my customers call they're the boss so at 10 o'clock right like, I, I am not kidding. I have a phone call that I will make after this podcast. It is 10.15. Um, they have asked me to call them when I get done. I said, <laughs> I'm I'm recording a podcast. Can I call you? And they're like, yeah, we, yeah call us when you get done. There was something with our order. But even oh, with okay. that, even with that, you've created the ability for them to text you to call them at 10.15 or 10.30 right. or whatever. But again, at night. And nod to Carrie, this is... Daniel and Edith down in Arizona, who mm-hmm. we went to we went to Phoenix or to uh, Las Vegas with, and we took them out and we hung out with them and we you know showed them a good time in Vegas. We had a great you know went out and did the you know dueling pianos and all this stuff. Like we have that relationship with them, right? When ding, they ding, call me, they ask how Heather's doing. They ask mm-hmm. how, you know like it's it's a husband wife combo thing. I mean like there's a lot of similarities. We have a relationship with yes, they're a customer, but that we also have friendship with them. So I'll give and you so a, a like, funny example yeah. of how this is. I think it's an oddity in the world of where you're leading with the relationship, right? So I hire a gal to do a TV commercial, and then she's going to do some voice work. So she's got crazy life going on right now, and then she's supposed to come in and voice this TV spot, and we just she's busy and things just keep on coming up. She's supposed to come in Monday, and so I text her, "Hey, just double check and make sure everything's good." She's like, "Her kiddo's like two and a half years old. Jojo got dropped off last night, and she has like a crazy high fever, and I need to take her to the doctor, and and I can have my mom come watch her." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, time out! Like, kid comes first, man. We'll figure this out." Like you do that and let's, we'll regroup later. So I sent her a text today and it was not, can we reschedule? It was, Hey, how is Jojo doing? Leading with that. And it was really funny because it, it, I think it caught her off guard Mm -hmm. because she's like, Oh my gosh, like, thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. You know, she's, and she sent me pictures of her kid. Like, I don't know this gal really. And she's sending me pictures of her daughter and like, Oh, she's doing great. She's, you know, blah, 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 blah. But that, the power of relationship, the power of that intentionality to cultivate that in whether it's a vendor, whether it's a client, whether it, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Doing all that stuff and how that, the ripples of that going out, whether it's 11 years, whether it's 25 years of, oh shit, you're Trevor Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, click, click, click. And all those good things that are coming back. The power of that is so incredible. And I think we really, truly, I mean, we're, we acknowledge it, but I think we underestimate the power of it and the longevity of it when you do it right. 100%. Cool. 100%. So we're going to wrap this up. And one of the things we like to wrap up with is we like to give a little something to the to the younger peeps out there. Mentorship time. Yeah. It's time to put your teacher hat back on. So put your teacher hat back on. What do you, 
with it in all what you do, and you do it so well. Let's say there's somebody that's looking at you and they're saying, "I want to do what she does." <laughs> I want to be her okay? when I grow up. You you took a you took a different like all of us. We we we're, there's a reason why, like I said, the V of havoc is a pivot sign because we've all pivoted so many times. But mm-hmm. I think that what what would you tell somebody? What would you tell Carrie that is you know 21 years old listening to this podcast and thinks, "Oh my God, I want to do that." You have to do it. Makes you happy. I've told John that from day one. As soon as this is no more, like it's not fun anymore, I'm out. Yeah. And I've treated every single job I've ever had like that. If I'm not happy, if I'm having more bad days than good, <laughs> if I'm if I'm going home sad or stressed out, it's not fun for me anymore. It's okay to say no. It's okay to it. You have to make yourself happy. Fill your own cup before you try to fill someone else's. And so even as a younger single mom, if I wasn't happy at a job, I did not stay. And I think that all my bosses, that's one of the great things about being in construction industry in this town is it's a very small pocket. And I got to sit next to one of my old bosses and they were like, oh my gosh, how are you? Again, don't burn bridges because you never know when you're going to have to cross it again. (laughs) You might have to open that door and there might be a day where you're like, I need a job. And you never know when that's going to come up. And so when you have the opportunity to make your life better, take it. Because that person that hired you wants that happiness for you. I really believe that. I believe that bosses, the good bosses, the they good, want the, the good, good bosses. The good bosses. Good clarification. Not the one that's going to steal your sparkle because Son of a bitch. They're, they're not happy themselves and they're staying in a position where mm-hmm. they might, it, it, it's, it's not just a paycheck for me. You know, I might, one day decide, you know what, this isn't for me anymore. Let someone younger that has more, you know, I'm almost 50. A couple of years, I'm going to be 50. This is a long time to, you know, that 20-year mark, 14 more years of this. Mm-hmm. There's going to be newer and greater and f- great activities and stuff, but I hope that I can go with them, you know. Well, we hope you stick with it. Hey, thanks. Sure. I don't plan I- on going anywhere. I told Dan that this last weekend. I was like, I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. Not at all. Like, it's... Where else can you work where you are making someone else so happy when they are at their, you guys know from firsthand being in the construction industry, that's stressful mm-hmm. as fuck, mm-hmm. especially right now when there's nothing available. Mm-hmm. You guys got that in stock? Nope. <laughs> but you know what? I can have you connect with the sales associate and they can let you know what is available. Um, <laughs> and then I laugh. And and like, I'll, get you, I'll get you a drink. <laughs> Well, you're told no. Can I get you another? <laughs> right. And then um, we're going to be lifelong friends, even though you're going to wait for your appliances. In six months, you're going to come back and want, want to take a class from me. Yes. <laughs> I'll teach you how to make rice <laughs> out of the steam oven you that go. you did not want. I love it. Um, but really, just do what's true to you. Honestly, that's my best advice to myself. And I love that I get to have these amazing speakers come in and do team leads and Again, John has no idea who I'm like asking. I'm like, hey, I signed you up to do this. You're on a panel. <laughs> but I also signed up this guy coming from California who was a NASCAR driver to come and do a team lead. And it was awesome. And now I found another guy who, <laughs> um, forensic psychologist. Ooh. Oh. And he, he's freaking amazing. And I'm like, John, I really need you to meet him. And he's like, what for? And I'm like, because I really want him to speak. And he has really great ideas for team building. How do you spot that, though? Like, how do you find that? 
um, I really love people. And so I'll ask you questions like, hey, what do you do? What do you know? Who do you know? What do right. you do? And when you start learning about people, you're like, hey, you make commercials. I'm shooting one tomorrow. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to have a ring light. You want to come over? All of a sudden. I got a ring light. It's an so many commercial. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do, but you know what Jinniki does? So <laughs> many bad things started with, hey, you want to come over? I have a ring light. Right? We can make oh, a video. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to keep it as G right now as I can. <laughs> That's wrong podcast. That's, wow. that's the perfect ending right there. <laughs> you want to come over? I'm going to need you to move light. that bathtub. Uh, Forensic uh, indeed. Yeah. So I will end on a compliment because I think this is, <laughs> it, 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 it's not a dirty one, weirdly enough. Uh, but I will say that the best thing I can, best compliment I can give you is we started our relationship with you on a business relationship. Thank you. And I think we are you know, you're our friend now. So it's, I don't think it's a, we've gone from a work relationship to a friendship and I love you to death. And I think you fucking crush it. And I will take all the credit away from John and Tyler from their, you know, <laughs> season two, episode 11, but you, you do, you're the heart and soul. Thank you, you crush it at that place every day, but bigger and better than that. You're an amazing person. And we love speaking for mm -hmm. Heather. She, I'm sure she'll say the same thing, but we love being around you and we we're super stoked that you're involved at state. We're super involved that you're, you know, that you're getting involved with the PWB and all the stuff you do with us. Um, you've on top of my job. On, uh, yeah. yeah. I call yeah. those my free jobs. Yeah. I have way more free jobs free than job. I have paying jobs. But uh, the best compliment I can give somebody is you've taken our business relationship to a friendship. And I, I have, I have a few of those in my life that I'm very thankful for. And you're definitely one of them. So, Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. You're welcome. You're the best trophy husband I've ever I, met. I think I think so. I mean, I think so. So thank oh, you, everybody. I'd say at least stopped him. Yeah, I think so. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening. And again, hit us up. DM us if you have ideas of what you want to do. What is your TikTok handle? I have no idea. I just make videos. Oh! <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> You had a TikTok. <laughs> we'll try to link it. We'll figure yes, it out. We we'll link it, it. <laughs> at Havoc Partners. At, yeah, at Havoc Partners on uh, on Instagram. Check us out. DM us. We'll get you her uh, TikTok. No. So worth it. So worth it. <laughs>